Andrew Griffith, reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the 22nd day of April 2022. Fed cattle trade $2 higher compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis primarily range from 141 to 144, while dress prices were mainly 230 to 234. The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $143 live, up $1.98 compared to last week, and $231.90 dressed, up $6.03 from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $121.36 live and $192.11 dressed. The market continued to be good to cattle feeders this week as further price gains were realized for finished cattle. Whether the price increase is good, bad, or indifferent is more associated with feed cost and the cost of replacing those animals with a new set of feeder cattle. Corn prices remain elevated, though they have come off their highs, which is indicative of continued high cost of gain. One would think this would lead to heavier placements, but drought in many areas keeps forcing light cattle in feedlots. On the feeder cattle price side, feedlots have not been as aggressive bidding for cattle, which has kept prices stable. Thus, the current situation has positive margins for cattle feeders and leverage will continue shifting to the cattle feeder. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $269.79, down $0.38 cents from Thursday and down $1.98 from a week ago. The select cutout was $255.03, down $0.65 cents from Thursday and down $4.76 from last week. The choice select spread was $14.76 compared to $11.99 a week ago. With the Easter holiday in the meat market's rearview mirror, market participants are looking toward the grilling season. Thus, it is appropriate to see how certain beef cuts are responding to the seasonal demand shift as middle meat should be gaining some momentum. The wholesale price of steak cuts is certainly beginning to increase for both the loin and rib primal cuts. However, many of the specific steak cuts are underperforming compared to the same time one year ago. One main difference compared to a year ago is higher retail beef prices, which may be slowing consumer consumption of high-value cuts and shifting consumption to more ground product. This thought is supported by strong, fresh 90% lean beef prices as well as relatively strong, fresh 50% lean beef prices. On top of higher retail beef prices, consumers are noticing inflation of food prices across the board. This means consumers may be adjusting some of their consumption patterns in order to keep food on the table and to still have disposable income for other endeavors. Based on Tennessee weekly auction market reports, steer prices this week were steady to $4 lower compared to a week ago, while heifer prices were unevenly steady compared to last week. Slaughter cow prices were steady, while bull prices were also steady compared to the previous week. When comparing cash market prices and feeder cattle futures prices, it would appear there is some disconnect. However, the only disconnect is the tremendous uncertainty in the market. April feeder cattle futures are trading at their lowest levels since June of last year and are about $15 per hundredweight off the contract peak price in February. Local calf and feeder cattle prices are certainly reflecting the weaker nearby futures market. Alternatively, the summer and fall feeder cattle futures contracts are only $7 to $10 lower than their respective contract high. At this time, it is difficult to know if the futures market for the summer and fall months truly reflects supply and demand for feeder cattle. To the same point, it is difficult to know how the outside factors will continue to contribute to prices. One thing is, that is for certain is that beef cow slaughter continues to be elevated due to drought and high input prices. Despite high price expectations for 2022 that appear to be dwindling to some extent, the continued reduction of beef cows is setting the market up for some extremely strong prices in 2023 and 2024. Speaking of elevated beef cow slaughter, there's no reason to expect the cow slaughter rate to slow tremendously as slaughter cow prices continue to call for more animals in the mix. Though future years are appearing to be more lucrative from a price standpoint, the near term is an end to the spring calf market and continued uncertainty for the summer and fall calf and feeder cattle markets. This may be the time to take advantage of what the market is offering instead of floor price using futures or LRP insurance. 
The April cattle on feed report for feedlots with a thousand head or more capacity indicated cattle and calves on feed as of April 1st, 2022 totaled 12.11 million head, up 1.7% compared to a year ago, with the pre-report estimate average expecting an increase of three-tenths of a percent. March placements in feedlots totaled 2 million head, down one-tenth of a percent from a year ago, with the pre-report estimate average expecting placements down 8.3%. March marketings totaled 2 million head, down 2% 2 from 2021, with pre-report estimates expecting a 1.9% decrease in marketings. Placements on feed by weight, under 700 pounds, down 3.4%, 700 to 899 pounds, up 1.2%, 900 pounds and over, up 2.1%. A constant question that the past couple of years has to do with price discovery and transparency in the finished cattle market. A group of economists from across the country published comments on the Cattle Price Discovery and Transparency Act of 2022. The key takeaway is... This legislation is attempting to solve a problem that does not exist. However, there are people who perceive there is a problem. The catch is there is no problem with how the market is working, but there is a real problem. The real problem is not the market, but rather greed. The people who perceive there is a problem recognize the problem because certain segments of the industry are making a lot of money. These same people want some of those dollars passed down the line, which is understandable. The reason people are in business is to be as profitable as possible. The packing industry currently holds the leverage and is extremely profitable and thus greedy. Would cattle producers pass their profits on to the next guy or would they be greedy as well? This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, April 22nd.